Welcome to the Checkered Flag podcast. I'm Tom Wallace. Speaking of gasoline, we're adding fuel to the fire in the latest chapter of the rivalry between Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. I'll tell you what, Max Verstappen right on the tail there are Lewis Hamilton. I think Mercedes this season will be back with a bang. I think they've had a whole season to get their car back to their best. Hamilton will go on and win the Drivers' uh, Championship this season. He's got a point to prove after a disappointing season. I think uh, constructors-wise, I think Red Bull will be back. I think the duo of Perez and Verstappen is too good. That was the voice of Grant Baisley, who is a big Mercedes fan. And in more recent news, it has been an off-season of change at Haas with the signing of Nico Hülkenberg. My name's Craig Jones, and I'm a F1 fanatic from Brighton. I've been to multiple races in the past couple of years. In my opinion, I'm very optimistic about Haas this season. The pickup of Hülkenberg's a good one. He's a safe pick. should pick them up a fair few points this year. He's a very experienced driver in the game. I'm very looking forward to seeing what he does. I'm Ryan Humphreys, and today we're joined by the former F1 editor for Motorlap. Luke Buckle. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. So the big news for the F1 today is the new livery announcement for Haas Racing, right? Yeah, so the point of the, the Haas livery launch and the launch of the own team is just publicity and building publicity for the sponsors and the team itself and building a bit of hype with the fans for the new season. And they've got a new sponsor this year, MoneyGram, an American company, so hopefully they'll bring a bit more funding to the team. And... There's a couple of new tracks this year, Las Vegas, a new street circuit there, and Katara returning after a year off. Okay, yeah, so in regards to, like, the beginning of the season, we're now, what, sort of a month away from it? Yeah, so they start pre-season testing in Bahrain for three days on the 23rd of February until the 25th, and then the first round of the season is at the same track in Bahrain on the 5th of March. Okay, so... Let's talk a little bit about what they've run the team this season. They've brought in a much more steady in hand with their new drivers. Can you talk a little bit about him? Yeah, so Nico Hülkenberg's returning to Formula 1 full-time since he was uh, dropped by Renault in 2019. And uh, he's a decent signing. He's got a lot of experience and he's been around the paddock for uh, over 10 years now since he joined Formula 1 in 2010. So he should be able to score a good uh, amount of points for Haas if they can provide him the car to do that. And they've got uh, Kevin Magnussen in the other car, who's an experienced hand as well, and he's been around since 2014. Okay, so going a little bit into what he can bring to the team with Haas. Obviously, in 2021, they had a terrible, terrible year, finishing bottom on the leaderboard, and they last year went two places above that. With him in the role, do you see them having improvement again, or just like setting the ship? Yeah, I think so. I mean, in 2021, they really hit rock bottom. They had two rookies out there. They had Mick Schumacher and... Nikita Mazepin, who got dropped by the team last year. And uh, they brought in Kevin Magnussen last year, Nico Hülkenberg, for 2023. So it's just what they need with experience and guys who've been around for, you know, 10 years in, in Hülkenberg's case. So, And hopefully they can challenge in the midfield, whereas guys like Alfa Romeo, who've got guys like Valtteri Bottas, who is experienced, but also a young, inexperienced guy in uh, Guan Yu Zhou. So hopefully... They can build on their relative success from last season, score some Q3s on Saturday and some top 10s in, in the races. I think um, Hülkenberg, I actually think he's a really poor sign-in. Um, I think Felipe Drogovic, um, who won Formula 2 last year, I think he definitely should have been given Hülkenberg's spot. Or maybe even Daniel Ricciardo. Um, I just don't know why they've gone with Hülkenberg, to be honest. What do, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think the thing is with Djokovic, he, he dominated Formula 2 last season and he's now the Aston Martin reserve driver. But the thing is with young drivers, they can be a bit hit and miss. You can have 
a guy like Hamilton who came in in, in 2007 and, and dominated Fernando Alonso or you can have someone like Mick Schumacher who comes in with all the pressure of of course his surname and and sort of collapses under the pressure a bit so I can see why us have gone with Hulkenberg who is an experienced driver and especially after the the poor time they had in in 2021 it, it's a decent decent signing. The final thing I want to talk about with this new signing of Hulkenberg is his astounding record he actually holds himself with the 129 races without a podium finish. Now obviously that's a lot but for people that aren't too familiar with F1 it's not easy to get a podium, right? It's not like anyone... They, if they've not got a great car, anything like that, incredible talent, a podium finish isn't something that's really doable. Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, uh, a podium is the top three at the end of a Grand Prix, so you need, you need either a top car to get that or you need a bit of luck along the way on Sunday. And he's Hulkenberg's come close during his career. He came close in uh, 2012 at the Brazilian Grand Prix. He should have won that day, but he crashed with Lewis Hamilton and... There's been a couple of other opportunities for him as well with the 2019 German Grand Prix where that would have been a great moment for him scoring a podium at his home race, but he crashed in the uh, late on in the race, which is a big shame for him. But uh, maybe he'll have a bit more luck with the Haas, who've never scored a podium in their existence in Formula 1 since 2016. OK, and moving on for that, the, I just want to get your opinions on Verstappen for this season. Yeah, I think Verstappen over the past couple of years has been class of his own really he beat Hamilton in 2021 he he was the guy taking it to Hamilton who's been around for so long and he's the one leading this next generation of guys like Verstappen and Lando Norris and even George Russell and uh, especially last year he just went up another level where he was just dominant where at the Belgian Grand Prix at Spa he started 14th and he won the race by almost 20 seconds which is almost unheard of really and uh, if he wins his third championship this year, he'll be one of only five drivers to have won it three times in a row. And uh, for a 25-year-old, it'll be almost unprecedented. Yeah, um, you mentioned there about Verstappen winning his um, third title. Um, he's still only won one title, really, because that first title that he won, it was just ridiculous, that Hamilton, the way they, they screwed him over. It, he was deservedly the winner last year, um, but I think Hamilton will come good again. I'm, I'm back in Hamilton this year. Yeah, I think the Mercedes, they struggled a bit early on last year but they as the season went on they were the one challenging Red Bull as, as Ferrari sort of fell away and of the two out of Mercedes and Ferrari I think Mercedes will be up there and of course they've got Lewis Hamilton in their car as well and that's all for us today I've been Ryan Humphreys and I've been joined by Tom Wallace and Luke Buckle and we'll see you again next week <laughs>